Good morning. Today's date is March 6, 2019, and this is the Hello Rookie Podcast. What up, Chris? How the hell are you? Fuck off, Joe. Let's go. Let's get into it. All right. Yeah. Hello Rookie will soon be your go-to source for all things fantasy and sports betting. We invite you to like, share, and or subscribe or not to help us get off the ground. And now for today's notable morning headlines. Duke barely got by an 11-17 Wake Forest last night, 70-71 uh, at home. A win is a win. I'm sure Chris will go into more detail on this in a bit. In other news, ex-NFL Pro Bowl tight end Kellen Winslow Jr. accused of touching himself in front of elderly, elderly women, cops say. A video of Mike Tyson has surfaced, 52 years old. Throwing punches goes viral. Tennis great Martina... Navatilova. Uh, <laughs> yes, Navatilova. Uh, has apologized for her controversial remarks on trans athletes because how dare you do anything negative about biology. Uh, U.S. soccer star Sydney Leroux was on the field Monday for the Orlando Pride preseason practice while she's nearly six months pregnant with her second child, which uh, we frankly don't take either side on. I think it's kind of cool, actually. Um New York Mets outfielder Tim Tebow apparently needs to, needs help with his swing, and former American League MVP Jose Canseco thinks he can help him out. Without further ado, give us a thousand foot view of tonight's slate. Carter. I haven't heard other than Duke. I don't think I had heard any of those headlines, so that's good to know. Noteworthy stuff, man. Yeah. Um, tonight we've got a ten game NBA slate. Um. Not a ton of great matchups. Uh, did you see the Boston Golden State game last night? Like, uh, I watched most of it. Yeah. Uh, sadly. Yeah. Um, so they 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 are going back to back. Um, they're in Sacramento. They're a one and a half point favorite against the Kings. Um, oh, that, that's kind of an enticing bet. I yeah. mean, from how they played last night. Well, yeah, but the Kings are solid too. They're a really good home team actually against the spread. Um, All right. Yeah, had had it had it not gone the way it did last night, I mean they passed the ball last night. The Celtics did. It was kind of it was crazy to see. Um, yeah, I mean they were actually playing hard. It seemed uh, defense. I mean they were moving. Yeah, and it helps when Gordon Hayward gets everything. He hasn't been was it shooting well at all lately this year? So okay, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so you got the uh, another West Coast game worth watching. Denver's at the Lakers. Years over for the Lakers, but Denver's trying to chase down the Warriors for the one seed. And after their loss last night, a win tonight would help. Um, I think last I saw, Denver's a four and a half point favorite in that one. Hold on, I've got it right here. Uh, so it opened four and a half. They're now a five and a half point favorite. So people are just hammering the Lakers at this point. Um, Piling on. Yeah. And from your hometown here, the. Charlotte's trying to hold on to the eight seed in the East. They're one and a half point favorite against the Heat, or actually the team trying to chase them down. Um, and actually, surprisingly, the most bet game today, and yep, still the most bet on game today, is the Knicks at the Suns. The two teams have a combined 27 wins this season, but mm-hmm. betters are jumping all over it. I'm not, let's take a look at what side they're on. Yeah, let's, what's the line on that thing? Um,. So Phoenix opened a three and a half point favorite. It's bet up to four already. Ninety eight percent of the money is on the Suns. 
<laughs> Makes sense. I mean, the the Knicks are what well, they've lost nineteen or some, or they did lose nineteen in a row, something like that. Um, I don't know though. I don't want to. I don't want to have any part of either of those teams. So they're just out there playing a uh, pickup ball. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, NHL wise, there's four games tonight. All four games are decent quality. Phillies won nine to twelve. Finally, have a goal in Brian Elliott. He's there. He was their seventh goalie of the year. They've played eight so far this year, but. Um, he's played well for him lately. The Blues are at the Ducks, Anaheim. Second night of a back-to-back. Um, they had to travel. They were in Arizona last night, back at home. Um, but they faced the Blues, who are uh, have been on fire lately. Um, that's one that's going to make our locks later on tonight or today. Um, the biggest game on the state on the, on the NHL slate is the Calgary Flames. They're at Vegas. Calgary's first in the West. Vegas looks like the team to beat in the West after winning their last four four games, all four after trading for Mark Stone. Um, so a pretty entertaining NHL slate. Not a not a busy one, but a, a good one. Um, Your Lightning tore the uh, Jets up last yeah, night. Every night we went every. That was, that was that was easy money. The first period over hit and the money line hit in that one. So nice, easy. Lightning Lightning any any night is easy. Um, all right, college basketball slate, 35-plus games tonight. Only two top 25 teams in action. Did you look at the slate already for college basketball, Joe? I haven't, actually. Nothing good, really. Um, LSU's at Florida. Um, LSU's 10th right now. The Gators need wins down the stretch. They finish with um, – they get LSU at home tonight, and then they're at Kentucky um, later in the week. That's, that's how they're going to wrap up their season, so it looks rough for Florida. That's another one that'll make our locks later. Um, Marquette's a two-point favorite at Seton Hall. Um, Seton Hall's lost three straight. They've lost eight of their last 12. I like that pick, too. Yeah, that's a nice one, too. Um, and then we have tournament action in the Northeast, Northeast Conference, Horizon Conference, Ohio Valley Conference. Um, of the teams in action in those conference tournaments, I think maybe Northern Kentucky is the only team that has any shot of legitimate shot of winning their conference tournament and making the, the big dance. So, so LSU and Florida, what's the other big college game? Um, Marquette. the only other, yeah, the only other ranked team playing is Marquette and they're at Seton Hall okay. and they're a okay. two point favorite on the road. All right. That's it. That's the slate tonight. Right, 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 right. Well, we'll dive more into it as we go. Um, I live for the play of the day. I have no <laughs> patience for any other plays except for the play of the day. Well, I mean, rightfully so. This one uh, is actually going to be really close to home. As a Tar Heel, UNC Asheville, and Duke fan, you're going to like it, I think. Let's get right to it. Play of the day today is... um. Wake Forest almost beating Duke last night. This is what it came down to. Did you see the end of this game? I did not. Childress is who they want to have it. Childress Wake, three attempt up. with three seconds left. Misses. Gets the board. Puts the back up. Misses again. And just outside the point. Duke will jump. So it came down to that little layup rolling around the rim before Duke, or for Duke to pull it out against this Wake team that's Four and thirteen, or whatever they are. I think they're four and fourteen now in the ACC. They haven't beat Duke in like twenty-seven years, something like that. It's this Duke team. They're they're not even a Sweet Sixteen team without Zion. They've lost what two of five without him. 
those players, man. There's two like legit NBA prospects on there, and they're still just. I think they have not, three. Yeah, three top fifteen picks. Is uh, just crazy. They're not stepping up, man. Well, RJ is. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, RJ is. He's. I think he set the Duke freshman scoring record last night. Um, yeah. I find it difficult. Well, I guess I don't because there's a lot of money involved, frankly. But like the fact that Zion is still out from what actually went down. I mean, this could be debated for all our, our entire show, but like seriously, he could easily be playing right now. So um, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I yeah. I, I don't know why you'd risk it with the amount of money that's on the line. I mean, you'd like to say you would play, right? But, like, if he blows his knee out or something happens, and, I mean, no matter what, they're going to be a one or two seed, so it's not like these games matter that much in the in the scope of things. We're talking about tens of millions of dollars for him. He's not He's not a guy that if he blows his knee out, he's still going in the top five because his athleticism is who he is. Go back and look at the play when he blows through. Oh, no, his I'm not saying he, sneaker. he's hurt. I'm I'm saying he's making a good business decision by not playing. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but he could easily have like he could have stepped right back in there into the North Carolina game, frankly. But like, yeah. <clears throat> I think everyone expected him to, and then once we found out he wasn't going to, we turned it off. You know what's going to happen is a bunch of people are going to uh, now because of. They're showing after Zion set out, they're going to cut Duke way short uh, in their turn in their brackets, guaranteed. And Duke's gonna run fucking through them. Yeah, I mean it goes one. It, it, either that happens with Zion out, or we, you know, always back, and then everyone's like, "Well, it's done." Then Zion's back. There, Duke's winning it all. Which yeah, I maybe. Think that, I think that may be the case. So maybe. All right, where are we at here? Uh. NBA picks of the day. Yeah. Yeah. South so man. our Vegas picks were rough yesterday, but our, our fantasy picks were pretty solid. Um, I'll pull up the draft app while we're talking about this. I don't know where I, I know we're up maybe 40 points, maybe even more than that. It may have been close to 60 points heading into the golden state game, but I thought there's a chance that one guy could catch us. Um, but overall, um, I think all of our, our picks hit, as far as our fantasy picks yesterday went, so nice, nice start What's, to uh, that. Oh yeah, we won. We won our league yesterday. Look at that! Boom. Nice. Um, run through that starting lineup. Let's let's go. We'll, we can go through it for the um. During the we kind of went off the beaten path with some of the picks, but we had Westbrook uh, thirty-eight, thirteen, and six. Lillard twenty-four, eight, and two. Um, was the guy that I you know I was ready to. He was, I, mean, I was going to blame it on him if we got caught from behind. Um, 14, 13, and 2 for Markinen. Um Wiggins, 34-point fantasy game. Um, I thought he was going to push to 50. Uh, he usually does against the Thunder. Um, but he had 18, 6, 3, 1, and 1. And Miles Turner was the, the man last night. He had, he had five blocks at halftime, seven blocks for the game. Yeah, really nice game. Defensive player of the year this year. You opinion. called Miles, man. You yeah. called Miles several times yesterday. Yeah, he had a nice game. All right. I mean, who uh, are there any that you love? I mean, we already talked about um, the uh, was it you mean Phoenix? For the Phoenix uh, 
Yeah, we're on uh, yeah. um, NBA Picks of the Day. Yeah, so um, I feel pretty good about this this slate um, and the guys we have for this slate. So we'll go over these and a few guys that I also think could have solid games. Um, so let's just start right at the top with Ben Simmons. He's a guy that, you know, he was on our radar for um, – the last game, for whatever reason, I, I you know, he hadn't played well against Miami this season, so we faded him in the last game. Um, but he's a guy that you have to look at every night, especially with his current form. He's got two triple-doubles in his last three games. Um, play Chicago tonight. He had a triple-double against Chicago the last time he faced them. Uh, at $39, he's one of the rare players when you look at um, our Fantasy Labs uh, hella rookie model here. He's one of the, the rare players priced over $30 if you look at the salary here these type top players very few of them have a high salary because it's easier to to get this high rating by you know being a cheaper player and, and providing a bunch of value that way especially on yahoo it's really hard because the top players on yahoo are far less likely to hit 2x um you know it's really i mean you look at uh for instance, a guy like Luke Kennard, he's hit 2x in, in, I think, eight of his last 10 games versus, you know, Ben Simmons would have to hit 78 points to hit 2x. It's just not going to happen at that same clip. Um, but he's one of the rare guys that does because he's so productive, you know, across the board. He gets um, rebounds, assists, defensive production, everything. So um, good spot for him here. Chicago's struggling. Um, you can you can target both, both spots in the backcourt. Um, against Chicago, really anything other than the small forward and power forward positions are um, safe against the Bulls right now. Um, Brent Forbes has like the dream matchup. You want to play the Hawks. Um, as far as shooting guards go, the Hawks are the team to target right now in the NBA. Um, this is a game that, you know, it's got a two, I think the totals two thirty-five and a half, something like that. So a ton of points going to be scored in this. Both these teams have been hitting overs every night. Um, great spot for Brent Forbes here. Uh, if you look, take a look at his, he's kind of a hit or miss guy, but you can get, you know, two and a half, three X value out of him. There's a stretch here where he's hitting two X every single night. Um, again, if he's matchup dependent, then, then so be it. This is, this is kind of the time to target him then in this matchup. Um, another guy that's kind of been on a tear, um, almost minimum salary here is Luke Kennard, uh, $12. I know you like your shooters, Joe, so this is probably one of yours. No JJ Redick in this slate but i was gonna say isn't he a dookie he is a dookie man he's a shooter he's a scorer he well he's more than a shooter he can he can play play um but at 12 12 dollars you know we're looking for 2x on yahoo so at 12 we want to go through his game log see how many times he's hit 2x and you can see he's been right in that area so 24 fantasy points he's been right in that area over the last 10 games um pretty consistently um, the Detroit coaching staff's pretty pretty fired up about him. I think the Pistons are currently the sixth seed in the East, something like that. So plenty to play for. Um, solid matchup. Minnesota played last night, so second half of a back-to-back. Uh, small forwards versus Minnesota, is, it's another spot to target. We've got, um, we've got Basketball Monster pulled up right here. So we're looking at the last month small forward position. Um, what happened? Okay. <laughs> That's literally never happened on this site. Let's reload the page. All right. So for the for the last month, um, we're looking at Yahoo, but it, it's really irrelevant. Um, small forward position, Minnesota's giving up uh, 41 points per game. And I think if you actually bring it down to um, an even smaller sample, sample size, you see they jump up to 44 here. They're in the top six matchup. So they're struggling at small forwards right now. Canard's on fire. 
decent spot for him at almost the minimum salary. Same thing, um, power forward position against Minnesota. It's another spot that they're having a hard time. Um, and Blake Griffin loves this matchup. So you see they're the number one power forward matchup um, in the NBA right now. And Griffin, as a Piston, is averaging just under 60 fantasy points per game against um, Minnesota. So good spot for him here. Um, he's a, he's another one of those guys that he's um, almost $40 on Yahoo, but our models uh, still spit him out as a good value for tonight. So pretty rare to find on Yahoo. So he's, he's definitely one of those guys worth looking at um, if you're going to pay up for somebody. Rudy Gay's another guy seeing um, increased minutes right now with Jakob Pertl out. Um, so for as long as Pertl's out, Gay's going to be on our radar. Um, another good matchup with the, the Hawks, if you take a look at um, the Hawks' depth chart for tonight. Um, up front, you know, John Collins is out. Miles Plumlee's out. Uh, Spellman's out. I think even at the center position, Dwayne Demon's out. So they've got all sorts of front court issues. So... Um, Gaze should be in line for a nice game and an up-tempo, high-scoring game. Uh, same thing with LaMarcus Aldridge. He should, um, you know, have his way with Alex Len tonight. Uh, he didn't make our pick, but we do have two centers here. Um, Rudy Gobert against New Orleans. Um, if we go back to that defense versus position um, chart here um, over the past month and take a look. New Orleans is the number one center matchup over the past month. Uh mm. They're limiting Anthony Davis to around 20 minutes per game right now, which is really helping out opposing centers, and it's going to help out Rudy Gobert um, because rather than have to face um, Anthony Davis for you know 40 plus minutes, he's going to get Julius Randle um, nowhere near the Julius Randle is a guy that you know Gobert should be able to rack up some blocks on tonight if they're going to plan on giving Randle a ton of usage. Um, so good spot for Randall or for Gobert. Sorry, um, I think he has one of his better games of the season actually here. Again, Utah needs to keep winning to improve their playoff positioning. So a team worth or a team with something to play with. Well, um, New Orleans has nothing to play with or play for at this point. Um, and then Dwight Powell's the guy that made our and he made our picks two nights ago, um, seeing a, a huge increase in minutes and usage. Uh, for the Mavericks, he's actually contributing. He's always been a, a rebound block type guy, but he's contributing with scoring and assists right now. Um, take a look at his production over the past couple of weeks. Um, he's he's hitting one and a half, uh, two two x. He's been over one x every single night. Um, he's a guy that our models really like um, right now. He's you know the number three center on here, so definitely a guy we're looking at. Um, certainly is making our picks for tonight so that's it man that's the uh that's that's our nba slate lovely so, man I, I like the uh the data you got going there be interested to see how gobert pans out that looks like some solid data yeah they're yeah i feel good about this whole this whole group um you know i it took a it took a bit to love Bryn forbes he's you know he's kind of a He's a low floor guy, but I think in this matchup, um, it's hard for hit, hard to go wrong with him. There's going to be so much scoring and so many possessions in that game. Um, I don't love the number as far as betting goes, two thirty-five and a half. That's a pretty high number, and San Antonio has played better defense as of late. But it's as far as the San Antonio offense goes, I think they're going to have their way with Atlanta tonight. Where's the uh, Br- Bryn Forbes from? Yeah, he's a Sparty. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Nice. I should have yep. known that. Yeah, pretty solid, pretty solid slate. So, good stuff, man. Look All forward right. to it. We'll have to remember those names uh, yeah. once we start drafting here. Yeah, 
Um, you want to know what I look forward to, Joe? Yes. Story time. <laughs> it's not story time. It's I'm, legendary, legendary short story. All right. I'm going to go get hot chocolate and a blanket and you no, start your... No, tell the people what you're really going to go get. I'm going to go get a sandwich. What What <laughs> kind of sandwich? Uh, Uncrustable, man. I'm going to get an Uncrustable. <laughs> there you go. Go get your Uncrustable. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Today's uh, short story is surprisingly controversial, perhaps, but I like it. So here we go. Here's the title. Run away, Chris. Take your headphones off. Prayer at a football game. Uh, a true story. Author is unknown. This is a statement that was read over the PA system at the football game at Roan County High School, Kingston, Tennessee, by school principal Jody McLeod on September 1st, 2000. It clearly shows just how far this country has gone in the wrong direction. <laughs> I apologize for the uh, any political implications. Um, nevertheless, here we go. It has always, quote, it has always been the custom at Roan County High School football games to say a prayer and play the national anthem to honor God and country. Due to a recent ruling by the Supreme Court, I'm told that saying a prayer is a valid violation of federal case law. As I understand the law at this time, I can use this public facility to approve of sexual perversion and can call it an alternate lifestyle. And if someone is offended, that's okay. I can use it to condone sexual promiscuity by dispensing condoms and calling it safe sex. If someone is offended, that's okay. I can even use this public facility to present the merits of killing an unborn baby as a viable means of birth control. If someone is offended, no problem. I can designate a school day as Earth Day and involve students in activities to religiously worship and praise the goddess Mother Earth and call it ecology. I can use literature, videos, and presentations in the classroom that depict people with strong traditional Christian convictions as simple-minded and ignorant and call it enlightenment. enlightenment. However, if anyone uses this facility to honor God and ask him to bless this event with safety and good sportsmanship, federal case law is violated. This appears to be, a, to be at best inconsistent and at worst diabolical. Apparently, we are to be tolerant of everything and anyone except God and his commandments. Nevertheless, as a school principal, I frequently ask staff and students to abide by rules which they do not necessarily agree for me to do otherwise would be at best inconsistent and at worst hypocritical. I suffer from the affliction enough unintentionally. I certainly do not need to add an international intentional transgression. For this reason, I shall render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's and refrain from praying at this time. However, if you feel inspired to honor, praise, and thank God and ask him in the name of Jesus, to bless this event, please feel free to do so. As far as I know, that's not against the law yet. There you have it. A little bit controversial, but uh, everybody has a right to their point of view. So did they read that before a game? Is that what that was? Yeah, that was the principal over the PA before a uh, football game. 
Um, there's a picture uh, beneath the article of looks like both teams all kneeling at center field. I'm not sure if it was taken before the game or after. But either way, I think the the content of the the speech speaks for itself. But uh, righto, it's time to draft. Yeah, man. Well, let's get the draft app opened up. Let us draft. Let us draft. I need Bryn. So we're you need Bryn. Yeah, that's not going to happen on the draft app. Not, we're not going that deep here. Um, oh, okay. That's just a huge value pick. Yeah, he's a he's a big value pick on. So this was um this was last night. Uh, no, this was not last night. Okay, here it is. That was the one. That was the one you asked me to get in a draft, and then no, you you said your short story was about up, and come to find out it wasn't. So, so yeah, this was last night's um three dollar entry. So we won ten eighty. Second place wins five forty on this. Um, kind of already went over the the players. This was the D squad. I don't know. Yeah, this was the guy I thought would catch us. Um, because he had Kyrie and Tatum going. Um. Both both guys had a good game. Curry had eleven assists last night. That's ballsy. All right, ballsy. let's see let's see what pick number we are here. We kind of already went over the whole slate, um, but we didn't talk a lot of, about these top end guys because I don't love a lot of them as far as Yahoo and daily fantasy goes. But they're obviously you have to pick them in this format. Um, we'll kind of discuss them here. We're pick four. All right. Just pick one off the board already? Yeah, so LeBron went one. Um, Cat went two. The Joker went three. At four, we kind of already talked about Ben Simmons and, and what I expect from him tonight. Um, honestly, looking at these other guys that are available, I think Beal's going to have a, a nice game. Um, he's got a good matchup. Um, Donovan Mitchell's usage is kind of jumping off the charts right now. Um same with thing with Luca, um, and Washington is I think Washington is the number one point guard matchup um, right now, but I'm not sure that Washington will put Sadaransky or whatever they're whoever they're starting at point guard tonight um, on him. We went with Simmons. Yeah, so we got Simmons. Same as same as the Yahoo League, um, and I am going to try and get Blake um, this time around. If he's gone, then we're going to go Rudy. So. Keep it somewhat consistent here. Um, next went Beal. Next went Drummond. Yeah, Beal's scoring like crazy right now. Like I said, Mitchell's usage is off the charts. Um, you don't get a you don't get a ton of production in other areas with Mitchell. Um, Gobert off the board. Gobert is gone. Uh, So, like I mentioned, we're gonna go. We're gonna go Blake. Good spot for him. He loves this matchup. Um, good matchup is in terms of defense versus position as well. So, rested. Minnesota's on the second half of back to back. I think he has a big game. Kyrie after Blake. Yeah. So, um, DeRozan plays the same position as Bryn. So, DeRozan would be a guy I'd be looking at based off the matchup. Um, 
I do like the spot for Trey Young. San Antonio is a good point guard matchup. He's just he's got like 17 turnovers in his last two games, so it's tough to trust him right now. But again, he's another guy that's going to have you know usage north of 30. Um, well, if Luca falls to me, he, yeah, that, that's not going to happen. We're not getting Luca. All right, Joe, you're gonna we're gonna let you pick this one. Give um, me a couple options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want Trey or you want Demar Derozan? Aldridge would have been on the table too, but he's gone. Trey Young against the Spurs, or I mean, they're playing each other, or Derozan against the Hawks. Derozan. All right. You can. You can get blamed now if we don't win. I like that. Scapegoat. That's a scapegoat pick. Label it. <laughs> we need Watch it. Forward in a center. It's crazy, man. Anthony Davis. So he's playing 20, 25 at the most minutes a night. And he's getting, he's putting up 50, you know, 49, 42. If he's getting a full workload, he's putting up almost 100 fantasy points a game. He's He's nuts. That's a scary thought that LeBron could be the second best player on his team next season. What positions do we need? Uh, we need a forward and a center. Powell's still on the board, huh? Yeah, I'm not sure. He might be a little low for this. We may be looking more. All right. Um, Aiton would be a good pick at center. Um, let's see. There's one other guy that needs a center, and we really have Aiton or Horford. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to grab Aiden. I don't want to end up getting stuck with Horford or Powell. Um, I like Powell, but like, again, Powell is 20, 20 bucks on Yahoo versus, you know, Aiden's probably 35, something like that on Yahoo. So that's the reason why Powell's a better value there versus here. Roger. So we're looking for a forward. Smaller power. Um, doesn't matter there. Yeah. Um, here, let's What's Ariza it. been up to lately? Tatum on a board. Tatum could be nice. Yeah, I like Tatum tonight. Um, nice spot for him. He kind of took a back seat to Gordon, but I, don't, I mean, Gordon, I don't think you can trust Gordon having another night like that when he hasn't all season. Um, not such a great spot for Wiggins here. Um, Portis isn't in a terrible spot, but, you know, I don't it's yeah. I would go either Tatum or Powell. You gonna pick or you want me to, Joe? You want Tatum, don't you? Yeah, Tatum. All right, so there it is. Uh Ben Simmons, DeMar DeRozan, Blake Griffin, Jason Tatum, DeAndre Ayton. You like it? Yeah, man. I think we got another winner. Let's see if we can get a streak going. Let's do it. All right, what do you got next? Oh. So, in other news, <laughs> you got something planned for us here, Joe? Yeah, Some, well. More I mean, controversy? More more politics? Are we going to? Um. Yeah, perhaps. All right, let's do it. All right, so we were going to do, like, tweets in this section, but just reading over funny tweets i don't know couldn't decide exactly which tweets and had to dig really deep to find them so we're going to try this segment uh called in other news so just kind of random things that i found uh 
headline worthy or noteworthy. Uh, so kind of random, but Carlos Gozen leaves jail on on bail disguised in cap face mask. Who is Carlos Gozen, you ask? After spending 108 days in an austere 52-square-foot 52, 52 Tokyo jail cell, former Nissan and Mitsubishi Motors chairman Carlos Gozen has finally been released on bail. The former leader of the Nissan Renault Mitsubishi Alliance, who is facing charges that he conspired to underreport his pay and also misuse company resources at Nissan, was released on Tuesday with little fanfare. Only a handful of Japanese media was present, but a video of his exit has been circulating on social media. In the video below, Gozen can be seen exiting prison disguised in a face mask and a blue cap. Gozen was arrested in November after his private jet landed in Tokyo and was reportedly taken completely by surprise. According to media reports, he had been on his way to a dinner with one of his daughters. Since then, speculation has mounted that the charges against Gozen are part of an internal conspiracy by high-level executives inside Nissan, who had grown tired of his leadership. Previously, Gozen was a revered figure in the Japanese and global business community, having been widely credited with reviving the fortunes of Nissan, mostly through discipline cost-cutting. He is now facing trial in Tokyo, where prosecutors secure convictions in more than 99% of cases. In other news, the sweeping new Green Deal proposed by one Representative Alexandria Osceo-Cortez, Democrat out of New York, could cost as much as $93 trillion, or approximately $600,000 per household, according to a new study co-authored by the former director of the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office. And now that Carter is back, our final in other news headline slash story slash video of the day is none other than the viral Tyson video that everyone must see, apparently. Uh, my buddy just brought me some beef jerky. Oh, that. sweet. Yeah, Dang. I'm pretty excited, man. What's the flavor on that? So he sent me this recipe to smoke. Um, let, me, let me pull this Tyson thing up. To smoke uh, smoke it on the big green egg. Yeah. Um, so he he did it this past weekend and says it's amazing. And uh, sent me the recipe and then he just dropped some off. So I'm excited. Sweet. No, uh, awesome. no Uncrustable for me. Nice. What uh is there a, a flavor on that or what? Yeah, I didn't ask. Oh, okay. He he texted me the recipe for the flavor too, but I don't I don't know I don't remember. All right, get back to us on the flavor of that jerky. Yeah. Um. So you haven't seen this yet? No, I have not. And so I think you're expecting more than it is, but it is good. Apparently, everyone is. It's six seconds long, though. All right, here you go. Six seconds. Well, Tyson shadow box, but he's quick. Tyson shadow boxing in a bar. He's what, 52? Of... Yeah. Oh, man, he's so quick. <laughs> Look at that guy. Oh, he is a bad dude. Yeah, it's pretty good. He's showing somebody how to uh, do a little one-two action there. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Fight fans will love that, I'm sure. Um, it's well known that uh, Tyson is a completely different man 
uh, interesting if you are interested in anything Tyson or boxing or fight fan of any kind. Uh, the actual Tyson uh, Rogan interview on the Joe Rogan podcast was pretty cool. It was like a hour or whatever, hour and a half. Um, got I was, to do I was actually just someone just uh, sent me a message that the latest Joe Rogan podcast is really good. What? Who's you with? Um, here, I took a screenshot of the text so I didn't remember to watch it. Um, it was funny though. The guy said that he, at some point, he expected glass to break, like the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, so I don't know if he's with liberal, like a uh, um, some liberal commenters or who who it is, but he said at some point I expected it's a glass to break, like Stone Cold Steve Austin and Alex Jones to walk in and rip his shirt off. And, <laughs> um. Okay, so it's with Jack Dorsey, VJ. Right. You, did CEO, you see that CEO of, sorry, CEO of Twitter, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know. Okay, and Tim Pool. Uh, I heard about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard about it. Um, yeah, so they're, the main controversy is about um, censorship in social media, because frankly, well, we won't get into it. But yeah, that's a very interesting podcast. I suggest everyone listen to that one as well. But okay, where are we at here, Chris? Sorry for getting off topic. Um, Vegas, it's Vegas, baby. All right, How we gotta. Doing? We, I mean, it's gotta change. Like we have to step up here, otherwise we're just gonna have to cut Vegas out of our lives altogether. Um, I know. We're one what's in happening. F- one in four now, something like what's that. What's happening? What's well? What's happening is like I keep like we had like all these side wagers going on and all the side wagers hit, but then you, you like, all right, well, these are definitely in the locks. And then those just, yeah. Okay. Well, you, I mean, you for hit- one, we're talking about like with the NHL first period lines, like 90%, those are hitting right now. And we picked one that didn't hit, but it is. Oh, what it I is. thought like, it did hit. No, no, no. Um, well, we gave out two first period lines, one hit, one didn't. Okay. Um, and then a money line in that hit. Um, but, um, the one I'm that gonna... I the one that I considered a lock was you know you get these anytime the top six or so teams play each other the first period um, over hits ninety percent of the time but we found one that didn't last night so crazy and they still killed them five to two yeah what, well that, you... the lightning one did hit it was the other one that didn't um, Columbus, oh okay the Columbus game yeah that game actually was one one I think it went one one into a shootout so okay um, all right. All right, but I mentioned um, an NHL pick earlier. Um, I like the Blues in Anaheim. Um, it opened at minus 50. It's probably been bet up at this point. Um, I'll pull it up while we're talking about this so I know what uh, the current line is. Um, so it opened at minus 115. It is already all the way up to 190 already. Um, but you can still get it. Bet 365 as minus 175. A couple places out there, it looks like you can get it under 180. Um but I think St. Louis is a, is a lock tonight. Bennington's going to be in goal. He's been a brick wall. Anaheim's the worst offense in the NHL. Um, I don't see how they score at all tonight. So I like the money line at minus 150. I think you can get um, plus 150 if you lay the goal and a half um, here as well. So I'd, I'd take a look at that as well. Um, and then um, second lock, I know, you know, we mentioned also the Spurs-Hawks total, 235 and a half. That probably has been bet up by now already as well um i'm less interested in that total that's a that's a really big number um nope it's still at 235 and a half uh i i'm more interested in the spurs they've been playing really well lately um well they've been improved lately they're holding on to the ace seed in the west um 
It's a got they they've got to win this. They've got to win out. Basically, they need to keep winning to to remain in the playoffs in the West. Um, and this is a game they have to win. It's in Atlanta, but it's the number's only six points. So um, I'm happy to lay the six points. I think the Spurs covered. I think they play better defense tonight, and and they maybe keep that under the total. Um, but I like the Spurs there. Um, and again, the the we mentioned it in the NBA breakdown as well. But the uh, Hawks should be without Collins, Plumlee, Deadman, and Bellman up front again tonight. So, mm. um, and then my college basketball pick is uh, is in the LSU Florida game. Um, Florida's won five of their last six coming into this one, um, and they beat the Tigers just a couple weeks ago. But I think that has LSU kind of a little more fired up for this one. Um, and the Gators are a terrible home team. They're four and twelve against the spread at home. So there's really no home court advantage. It's only one point. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the point um, and take the Tigers tonight. I like it. Actually, I'll, I'm going to check that updated one too. That might be that might have changed since I first looked at it this morning. But you you hit on that uh, UNC Asheville game, didn't you? They got walloped by. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but they so I I like the under in that because all of the they played Presbyterian twice before that, and those games were going um, like 25 points under the number, and for the year um, both teams were big under teams, but. Freaking Asheville gave up 110 points or something. <laughs> they did. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with your boys. They're the worst team in college basketball. Thank God their season's over. Man, it was like 106 to 52 or something crazy. Do us all a favor and pick a new team, Joe. I can't keep betting Asheville. Um, so that game opened a pick'em game. You can actually get a point with the Tigers right now. So people bet Florida early when it was a pick'em game. So, but it looks like now 65 percent of the money's on LSU. So I, I, my guess is that moves the other way soon. Is that UNC Asheville? What is that even considered? Is that uh, I mean, that's not. So it is D one, but it's yeah, I mean, a, yep. They're D one. It's some kind of Southern Conference. Um, I don't even know. They're in the the Big South. The Big South. I think it is the Big South. Something yeah. like that. Okay. You Anyways, know you went there. You have. <laughs> you have. Isn't that where you got your MBA? I'm just. Tr- I'm trying to figure out why you are a UNC Asheville diehard fan. I have no idea why you decided to pick that. Just so you could do this segment right now. (laughs) What segment? I don't know. All right. It's very confusing for everyone whether you are or not an Asheville fan. So you're not now that they're 4-27. and Stick to to calling pro-level games or or big-time college. I mean, seriously. What was the line on that again? Presbyterian. Uh, it was a total that we bet. It was like two twenty. Uh, no, it wasn't. I don't remember what it was, Joe. Ah, uh, we'll stay out of there. Stay out of there from now on, Chris. You got any other picks for us? <laughs> no, that was it. All right. Okay. Um, let's talk golf. The uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational, uh, folks. If you have not played daily fantasy golf. Today is Wednesday. You have plenty of time. Yeah, should we? Let's pull up. I'm going to pull up. Um, the API starts tomorrow, right, Chris? Or is it? Yeah, uh, Thursday, yep. So tomorrow. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so you, ha- you have plenty of time. You it's going to be a fun can, one. It's a fun one to get involved when it's a cool field. It's always good. You can choose your favorite players. Anyways, sorry, Chris, go ahead. Take it away. Arnold Palmer Invitational. Yeah, Arnold Palmer Invitational. So it's at uh, 
Bay Hill Club and Lodge, which is a course that um, Arnold Palmer bought back in his day, I guess, in his back in his prime. Um, it's a course that he loved, and he ended up like redoing it a ton of times. Um, but it's a fun course. It's it's a uh, kind of wide open fairways. Uh, I think the average winning score is like fifteen under. The average cut line is like one over, something like that. So should be fun. Should be it's a it's a really good field. Tiger's not in it now, so we can actually watch golf and not just watch Tiger's every sweat wipe and whatever that I know you <laughs> love to watch, Joe. Mouth I mean, agape like a goat. Just everybody at him. does. Everybody does. Let's yeah. be honest. Yep. He definitely brings a lot of intrigue, but, um, all right. So this is the, um, drafting site. You can kind of get a, an idea of how this works. Um, your players score basically how the golfers score. You get points for birdies, points for Eagles, um, points for going on scoring streaks where they, you know, have two birdies in a row, two Eagles in a row, whatever. Um, and then you get obviously bonus points at the end for where they finish. Um, some of the keys are, you know, picking golfers that are going to make the cut. Um, it's nice to get top 10 finishes. It's nice to pick the winner and get that bonus 20 or that 20 bonus points. But you really need um, six golfers that make the cut and give you um, four days of scoring. Um, that's really the key when it comes to fantasy golf. So um, some of the guys that I'm looking at this week uh, for both fantasy and um, betting purposes are uh, Jason Day. Um, so the favorite. Odds on favorite is Rory McIlroy. He's seven to one, which is ridiculous. Um, I don't think Tiger in his prime should have been seven to one. That's a, that's that's some steep. That's a steep price to pay in a golf tournament. Um, but Rory's seven to one. He's the favorite. He's the highest priced player on DraftKings. Justin Rose is a guy that I had a kind of a gut feeling heading into this that this might be the first one he wins. He's one of two golfers that I have money on for the Masters right now. Um, and then Brooks Kepka is obviously in great form. Right now, so he's another one of the top price players, another another one with some tough odds. Um, but the first guy that I really like is Jason Day. Um, great form coming in. He's been on fire to start 2019. This is a course he loves, a tournament he loves. He's got four straight top 25s. He's got a win here. Um, he started this year, I think, with three top 15s. He's second on the tour in putting, 17th in par 5 scoring. Um, he's my pick to win. Uh, 9,900 is a decent price to pay here, but he's a guy that, uh, can really score. So he, he can really put up some fantasy points in a hurry. Take a look at his, his game log. He's got back to back 100 point performances. So he's the first guy I'm going to, um, include in, in my picks for this. Um, the other guy up here towards the top, um, there's a few right in this group here. So Jason Day at 9,900, Bryson DeChambeau at 9,700. Um, I think any discussion for any tournament right now is to start with Bryson because he's winning everything. Um, he's got two wins, five top tens. Um, his skill set kind of matches this course well. Um, he's sixth in uh, the PGA in par five scoring. He's 11th in strokes gained tee to green. He's sixth in strokes gained from 175 um, to 200 yards, which is one of the more important yards for this course. Um, his odds are 14 to one to win. Um, I think he's got a really good shot this week, and clearly he's got the most fantasy points per game. He's just had the best start to the year out of this whole field. Um, and end and end of last year, right? Yeah, yeah. He's finished. He finished hot last year, and he started hot this year. He won in Dubai, which is a tough course. It's always a the winner of Dubai usually has a good year. Um, so that was cool to see him win in Dubai. Um, Mark Leishman, 
right here, 9,500. We're kind of staying in this same group. Uh, Leishman is another guy that loves this course. Off to a ridiculous start this year. He's got three top five finishes in his last five starts. He's 25 to one odds. Um, not a ton of like stats that back up having him here. He's just a guy that, you know, when he's hot like he is right now, he's just in contention every single week. So he's he's a guy that I will I would one hundred percent expect to see in the top ten this week. Um and then Hideki Matsuyama is a guy he's the same same story as is Leishman. When he's on form, um he's tough to beat. So not a ton of stats to say, well, you know, Hideki deserves or Hideki's a guy to watch this week. But he does have four straight top twenty finishes. Um he's fared fared well at this course in the past. Um and he's he's kind of he's relevant in terms of the biggest stat this week, which I would consider the most important stat this week to be um, strokes gained T to green. I think he's 16th in the on tour in T to green um, strokes gained. So he's another guy that I would have my eye on. Um, Very much looking forward to rebounding from last year as well. Yeah, I'm gonna plug a couple of these guys in and see if we can build out a lineup while we're talking about it here. Um, and then this this there's a big group here that I'm not. You know, I don't have a ton of shares of, you know, Ian Poulter's a guy that's really popular this week. Again, good form. Eight starts, eight cuts made, five top tens. Um, he's in great form. This isn't necessarily a course that I would say, you know, is, is you know, custom built for Ian Poulter's. Uh, Zach Johnson's always a guy like he kind of just shows up for the big tournaments. Um, he's in he's in good form right now. Or he's in okay form, but he, he likes his course. He's got the skill set that matches his course. Um but if you're looking for form right now, Michael Thompson's the dude. He's, um, I think there's, he'll probably be, by the end of the week, he'll be um, a household name. Uh, he's riding some insane putting. I think he's top 10 in putting um, right now. He's made seven of eight cuts. He's got three top 10s already. Um, and he's got, like, I, I think he was top 10 in the Genesis and the Pebble Beach. So he's been top 10 in two tournaments coming into this one. Um, 100 to 1 odds. But um, he's a guy that I think experts are are starting to warm up to. That he could uh, he could hang around this year if his putter can stay as hot as it is right now. So he's a guy that I like right in the seventy six hundred range, um, along with Zach Johnson. Um, and then we're gonna move down right here, seventy three hundred Scott Piercy. Four top tens already this year. So again, another guy that's in really good form. Um, he's got <clears throat> a little more stats um, to back up being relevant in this tournament. He's 24th in shots gained T to green. He's top 20 in driving accuracy, um, top 20 in greens and regulation. He's top 20 in eagles. Um, another guy with 101 odds, but, you know, his form coming in is great. He's got six top 20 finishes and eight starts. Um, so, yeah, great form, stats to back it up. Um, priced right on DraftKings and 101. He's worth uh, putting a little bit of money on as a long shot. And then when you get down to these punts, it starts to get really sketchy. And um, you can see we only have 6,000 left, so we're looking at the minimum. And I happen to have a minimum pick here. We'll be able to fill out a lineup. But um, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be all in on these these punts. Um, you know, they're, they're risky because they don't make a ton of cuts. But um, there are some guys worth looking at down here. Um, Strillman's um, a good fit with this course. He should have a nice weekend. Um, but the guy we're going to look at, all the way down, 6,000. Boom, Bronson Bergen. So Bronson Bergen is um, not a lot of people are going to be familiar with that name, obviously. But he's got a couple of um, pieces of, or a couple of stats that would lead you to believe he can compete this weekend. He's 17th on tour in par 5 scoring. 
which is not only good for this tournament um, based on the course, but it's also good for you know building out a DraftKings lineup. You want a guy that can go low on par fives because you need those birdies and eagles. Um, he's also fourth um, in strokes gained on par threes between 200 and 225 yards, which is the most important stat as far as par threes go. And generally, those guys tend to make the cut um, no matter what on this on this course because you're gonna he can score on par fives and he's safe on the par threes, which. Um, if he can just play par or par golf on par fours, he should make the cut and actually be in contention on a course like this. So that's our long shot. He's three hundred to one um, to win. I don't, I don't recommend that, but I wouldn't hesitate to throw him into a DraftKings lineup this week. That's solid, man. Some solid picks. Yeah, uh, It'll be a fun tournament. Know, once we have, once we actually have some people listening to these, uh, we could just straight up be like. There's our lineup. Think you can create a better one? Go go enter a contest because we can create a contest, right? Yeah. yeah uh, so with with some of the. Okay, so not we necessarily. Can, we can with DraftKings and we can with a couple of smaller guys. Okay. Well, either way, if you like that lineup, good. If not, good. Think you can do better. Go fuck. Go in, go in, <laughs> go and enter your lineup. See how it stacks up. Yeah, it's fun. Well, yeah. Chris, that's right in your neck of wood there, right? Uh, right outside Orlando. Why don't you just? Uh, yes. uh, I'm not. I I go to the other one. I go to the um, we have one like right here in my my neighborhood. Um, just just slide on over to Orlando. I'll just slide over there. Get in the. I don't. I, I don't. So I I actually love going, but I got to get a sitter because I I like to drink heavily when I'm there. <laughs> um, and try and get into a golfer's head. Just pick one, and not. <laughs> not a big name because you know then you got to fight the crowds and he doesn't really hear you and he's used to it i like to pick you know i picked like 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 a guy like bergen i like to follow him around and really get in his head and see if i can throw him off his game Um, yeah he deserves i can't bring the kids and do that (laughs) bergen deserves that i wouldn't Um, do it to him if i have money on him though i'd pick someone else oh yeah you'd go streber you'd be the only person following bergen you'd root him up too yeah, well, can, I, can I get you something? Let me let me get you a drink, Bergen. Here, you just talk. These young golfers, man, they have groupies. They usually have a, a a herd of women that are with them, no matter what. So, I wouldn't be the only one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's no Ricky Fowler, but yeah, he probably has Jesus some Christ. following him. I don't even know. He might not even be young. I don't, I I couldn't pick him out of a lineup right now. I don't think. <laughs> How far? You're just two hours away. Go check out. Go check it out. Get us some some footage. Sacrifice for Hello Rookie. Um, yeah, when you, I'll put a Hello Rookie shirt on and get over there and get on TV. We need first person point of view there. All right, is there anything you'd like to add? No. To the <laughs> whatever. Anything to the show before we close? Know. Do you want to talk about finding Neverland? We should, well, you that's guys, right up your alley. You guys have info on that? I don't know. I watched it last night. It was pretty good. I mean, it, it wasn't good. It was. It was. I. I. I was bored with it. I feel like you. You see. Have you seen it? Did you watch it yet? I don't even know what you're talking about. You're talking about the Michael Jackson new yeah. information's come out about his no it's like a, song. It's, yeah, it's an HBO documentary about him and little boys. Right. So a couple of the couple of the guys came. Or two guys that have testified that he never did anything um, 
are basically coming forward and telling their story and it's messed up okay disturbing stuff um i did i did see it i feel like anyone that saw him walking around with little boys everywhere he goes and didn't think something weird was going on with that um you know yeah the whole thing's incredibly weird um so i saw a few headlines of uh I think a couple of European uh, countries were pulling pulling down some of his songs, like making them unavailable or something. Um, and then we have, of course, uh, R. Kelly getting a primetime interview. Like, that's pretty cool. I mean, seriously. But okay. Good stuff. Um, once again, Hello Rookie is young and we have a lot of work to do. However, before long, Hello Rookie will be your go-to source for all things fantasy and sports betting. We invite you to like, share, and or subscribe to help us get off the ground. That's all we have for today's ladies and gents. If you at least enjoyed the general idea of this show, we urge you again to subscribe. We need listeners. It will undoubtedly evolve and get better over time as we continue to fine-tune it and find our rhythm. Thank you for your patience and viewership. Peace.